going to a pastor. Make sure it's comfortable. That there is firmness and stability in the posture. So you don't have to consciously hold on to the posture. Get into it, let it go, and remain as you let it. So check the legs. They're crossed in such a way you're not consciously holding them in place. They're comfortable. And they remain firm and stable where you place them. You can place the hands in the traditional way of the palm over palm with the thumbs touching. Or you can place them on your laps, your knees, however you find them, however you find comfortable. Elbows not too far, not too close to the body. Shoulders even, relaxed. Back naturally straight and comfortable. Center your head and neck so you don't have to consciously hold them in place. Mouth, teeth, in their natural places so the jaws are not too loose, teeth not clenched, the tip of the tongue touching slightly the back part of the upper teeth. Eyes conducive to meditation for you. They could be opened, closed, or half open. Start to be mindful of the sense of ease that is coming over the body and have a deliberate intention to allow yourself to remain with this ever deepening sense of ease. Without any intention to force the mind to focus nor to chase away distractions or to control, just observe the breath as the exhalation is occurring, watch the exhalation, when it transforms to inhalation, then bring your attention, part of your attention to the posture. See if you need to make any adjustments, staying aware of the breath. And if you need to make adjustments, make the adjustments so the posture can be comfortable, so you can have stability, so you don't have to consciously hold any part of the posture in place. Once you've made the necessary adjustments, you feel some sense of confidence that you can come with, you can hold on to the posture for the duration of your meditation. Then bring your awareness again back to the breath, observing the cycles of exhalation, inhalation, exhalation. As you are inhaling, you are aware that you're inhaling. As you are exhaling, 
your awareness where it's going. In this way, try to keep the continuity of your awareness unbroken, following 21 cycles of breath. If the continuity is broken, just gently bring your awareness back to the breath and start from the beginning. mindful of how it is reflected now in the breath and in the mind and strengthen your determination to continue to stay with this ever deepening sense of ease. Why do you want to meditate? Let the natural reason come up. Then if necessary, transform it into the highest motivation that you can. Then bring your awareness to the point in front of you, a space about a prostration's distance at the level of your eyebrows. In that space, invoke the means through which you will achieve your goal, the very embodiment of what you aspire to achieve, your guide, your teacher, appearing in a form made entirely of light.
contemplate that this is the guarantee, the infallible guidance, the perfect protection. Feel the sense of conviction of whatever measure that you are indeed in perfect presence. And when you feel that measure of conviction, in your mind, show reverence, prostrate. contemplating that the guarantee, the infallible guidance, perfect protection is that right form in front of you, that bright presence. Now entrust yourself, take refuge. Think of things that you own in offering, things that no one owns and offer them, things ex which exist only in your imagination and offer them, a promise and offer that, holding on to the sense of gratitude for finally the guarantee the infallible guidance, the perfect protection to help you accomplish your goals right in front of you. and make your faults, the actions committed under their influence, knowing that they are the cause of the problems that you're experiencing and will continue to experience. You regret having succumbed to their influence, knowing that you through the power of your own habits, you are powerless. So you turn to the three jewels to give you strength, protection, and guidance.
according to your capacity, with a promise of restraint, and over a definite, definite period of time, that is, of some difficulty in what you can do, and promise to do it for that period of time. And your capacity could be a moment, or it could be an hour, or it could be a day, a week. Then think of something to do to make up. your mind take great joy in all measures of goodness, all measures of merit, whether they are manifest, whether they are being gathered, or whether there is, they exist in the form of potential, especially yours, the efforts that you've already invested and for those who have achieved what you're aspiring to achieve. Your mind connected to the teacher in front of you in that bright form will see that through the teacher you're connected to all enlightened beings keeping this connection alive turn your heart now to all beings who are not yet freed still caught up in a cycle of suffering embrace them with your compassion with your love Ask the teacher to please teach beings how to truly end their pain, how to achieve true happiness.
and beg them to please stay in the midst of beings until they are all free, till all beings are truly happy. embodiment of what you're aspiring to achieve is in that appearing in that bright form and you wish to be closer to that goal you ask the teacher to come to the crown of your head feel that bright form now above your head in the same direction as you are. And while the teacher is above your head in this way, beg for blessing that whatever it is that is obstructing you from achieving your goals, that you may become free of them. Whatever you need, that you quickly succeed, may you be filled with that. yourself being bathed, cleansed with a stream of nectar coming from your teacher's fire. White, encircled by rainbow light. Which purifies you and at the same time grants you all the qualities you need for success. embodiment of what you're aspiring to achieve above your head in that bright form, the very guarantee of success, the very infallible guidance, and the perfect protection is right above your head. And you wish to become inseparable with, with it, 
see the force of your aspiration, the bright form dissolves into a point of light, see and feel it descend through the crown of your head until it merges with your mind at your heart center. And for that time, forget all sense of identity that you've had before. Forget everything that you held to be true. And just focus on the bright qualities of the teacher. Now perfectly merged with your mind. back to the breath, staying aware of the breath, gently become aware of the body once more. Stretch your legs to feel more comfortable. Okay, good evening, everyone. Welcome. And before I get into the long talk, <laughs> which is not supposed to be long, <laughs> you every every time I say that, it's not supposed to be long. But uh, I want to uh, say some announcements uh, before I forget. Uh, tomorrow, Saturday. At what time? One o'clock? Two o'clock? One thirty. One thirty. An incredible Geshe will be here starting a series of, of talks on uh, for those, especially for people who uh, unfortunately know about Tantra <laughs> but don't really know about Tantra. And, and there's, uh, they give a beautiful overview of the path in general and how uh, the the, 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 the talk is, is called The Ground, 
okay, it's path and ground. And it is presented in, in a way where you can see how sutra leads to tantra in, and how uh, elements in sutra are <coughs> emphasized in tantra, things like that, okay. And uh, he, no one is more qualified to teach that than uh, Geshe Lopsang Darje. Darje. Actually, he, I think, yeah, he was one of the, uh, the coaches of, uh, of Geshe Michael when Geshe Michael was getting his, uh, his, his, his Geshe. And Geshe Lopsang Darje is a first ranking Haramba Geshe, if you know what Haramba Geshe means. <laughs> and he's also a first ranking Nakramba Geshe. Okay, so there's a sutra path that where most everybody, uh, everyone goes, uh, reach the geshe there, and then they go to uh, tantra class, uh, tantric, tantric college. And then when after you've reached your, after you got you get your geshe, and then you are qualified for for tantra to go to tantric college, then you really don't care much about what happens in tantra <laughs> in tantric college. You just want to get you know, finished with it. You know, you know, you've been studying for 25 years. You just don't want to, you're not enthusiastic about studying for another four or five years, okay? It's like a, I don't know, it's like a post, 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 post <laughs> doctorate, <laughs> okay? So he was number one ranking mean uh, for you to become a Tarhampa, you have to be number one ranking from, from, the, from the beginning of your studies until the end, okay? And then, and then all those who are number one ranking and then when they take the exam, the one who's first among them, that's the first, first, like first among Larampas, right? And Larampa means, uh, it's, it's like a, a, a very rough translation of it would be divine scholar, okay? Like divine scholar. Is, is scholastic uh, prowess is divine, <laughs> okay? And, and you have a bunch of those, I mean, by a bunch of those, you know, uh, uh, in the very old days, they used to make it very tough for someone to become Laramba. Okay, like out of the entire country, maybe there could be like only a hundred. Then, and, and eventually, uh, the, the, the process of weeding out begins, and then you get uh, the first degree geshe, the second degree geshe, third degree geshe, fourth degree geshe. And then uh, among the fourth degree geshe, then they, they are now preparing themselves to, to get Laramba geshe. And not every one of them gets a larumpa, okay? Only, only a selected few because of their because they've shown that they're really uh, great scholars. They get to get to be to be to be uh, larumpa. And among the larumpas, they usually try to choose one who's like the best for that year, from the whole country, from the whole you know whoever, from the whole um, monastic institution. Okay. So, Deshadage, <laughs> when he was getting his larumpa, he was the the number one among everyone who re received their Larampa Geshe. Not among the, not among, not just among the, the Geshe's, among the Larampa Geshe's, okay? And after that, he didn't finish right there. <laughs> when he went to Tantric College, he didn't say, oh, I'm, I'm through with this thing, I'm just, I'm just gonna finish with, with this stuff so I can get out. He became also number one ranking, now this is Nakrampa, Nak, Nak means secret teachings. So it's like a, a scholar of the, of the secret teachings, and he's number one ranking among the the, the secret teachings. So, no one is more qualified <laughs> to teach you, uh, you know, to, to teach that, that topic. 
And not only he's he's not just somebody who knows the things you know, because he has a good memory, he's able to uh, recite them. Oh, it's in that book, it's in that book, and then has no appreciation or no uh, uh, deep-seated uh, uh, aspiration to to understand it from a profound level. I mean, he he asks questions that are s- seem to be so basic, but when someone at that degree is asking a question that seems to be so basic, it makes you think. Do I really understand that? <laughs> okay. So, uh, that's my advertisement for Geshe, <laughs> Geshe Darge. And he's going to be, uh, we're going to be here every Saturday. I don't know for how long that's going to go on, but uh, uh, here uh, from uh, at 1.30. 1.30? Ah, okay. 1.30 to 5.30. 1.30 to 5.30. Yeah. Okay. <coughs> I think I had another... Oh yeah, the other announcement was the second half will be uh, tonight is Tara Puja, okay. <coughs> and those of you who wish to participate, you can stay to participate, but not no one is uh, is obligated to do anything. So we won't have the usual second half, okay. Uh, any other announcements? <coughs> I, I think uh, Louise m- mentioned that before. I'm not sure if you won't got it, but. We, we we tend to forget we, we are coming to a, we think we're coming to a center, so we think it's a you know it's a building where you know everybody every, every the whole building is owned by some organization and you know some people sleep in this floor and that that floor and they have different activities. This is actually someone's personal private home. This is Leon's living room, okay. The person who uh, because of his generosity we are using this space. He transformed his living room into this. And he, is he back there? (laughs) 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 That was, because those pies every year, I miss them. (laughs) 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 So, because we forget that, so we think that, okay, since this is the, uh, uh, we want to show respect for this is the temple, so we don't want to have too much uh, worldly conversation here, so we, seeking to be, you know, respectful, so we try to do, okay, since it's a, a center, we, we have it in the hallway, like like you would normally do. But unfortunately, the hallway is a, other private property. So this is really just a space where we can do everything. We can't do anything in the, in the hallway downstairs. We can't hang our coats downstairs, put our shoes downstairs. Even though you want to, you want to, do, you're doing that because you want to be respectful. But put your coats here, put your shoes here. Everything downstairs is on someone else's uh, private property. So I've been very bad at. at making this announcement so so I'm making the announcement now so just keep this in mind when you when you come up because n- not everybody in this building is necessarily a Buddhist <laughs> 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 they may not understand <laughs> okay so when you come up you know be respectful of the of the neighbors and then do everything here okay right all right that's the last one, uh, the, uh, the other announcement and I think that's it. that's it okay <coughs> so we are trying to, so far, we haven't really begun the meditation proper on wisdom, okay? But we've been going through the preliminaries. And I think that's where uh, many people who, who seek to do meditation on wisdom, that's where they, they, they make the mistake. That's, where they, 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 that's, where, that's the reason why they fail at arriving at some, some sense of profound or some deep understand, deeper understanding. They get to a point and they seem to get stuck, and they seem to they spend years, they can't seem to get through that, and then 
no matter what they have, they are, no matter what understanding they have of <coughs> wisdom, it still becomes like a what do you call that? Um, like a cliche almost in their minds, like a mental cliche. Oh yeah, everything is like inherent existence. Yeah, okay, what next? When you arrive, if you were to arrive at this from a from a uh, gradual uh, degree of understanding, when you really ah, things like inherent existence, even at the level of inter uh, of an intellectual understanding, this should have been a ground shaking, a profound, uh, transformative uh, experience. But because you read about it, we hear it. As soon as you go to a class, as soon as you go to a lecture, or even the lack of inherent existence. Okay, what's wh 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 anybody got the, who's taking care of the, the, the snacks? <laughs> who's got the, <laughs> <laughs> we have tea back there? <laughs> okay, so it, 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 it doesn't have the, it, it doesn't have the effect that it's supposed to have. Okay, this, <coughs> so the approach should be, first of all, the aspiration for it, right? And you're supposed to work at this for some time until like uh, it is stated in that, uh, I don't know, uh, I, don't know I, I forgot which tradition, I, I think it's in the yoga tradition, some, something about uh, wanting to know the truth and then the, the teacher took the student on the water, uh, I mean, and put, put his head on the water, and then for a while until no <coughs> sort of gasping for breath, and almost to the point of you know uh, passing out, and then <gasps> the teacher let, let him uh, raise his head from under the water, you must really get to that point where you really appreciate what it means to have a remedy, what it really ha what it means to have a, to have an antidote where you want it so badly. Okay, it's not a, it's not it shouldn't be a, 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 a no an intellectual pursuit. It shouldn't be something that you know uh, you come to know just be just you know other things you, you can you, know, you put on the shelf of your of things that you know. Oh, I know what the, what the Buddhists say. What the Buddhists mean when they say this thing. Oh yeah, that's supposed to be profound. Yeah, 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 yeah. But this is what this is what it means. And you're able to quote so and so, so and so, so and so means so and so understood it that way, so and so understood that way, so and so dis uh, disagree with him in this way, in that point, in that sort of point. And 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 for you, it's just something for you to talk about. It becomes like uh, you know uh, some party, some some something to talk about in parties. So people can say, oh, he knows, he read books, she read books. Okay. If it's becoming that way, then stop. Then go back again to the motivation. Why you want? Why should? Why should you pursue this? Okay. Remember from the very beginning. <coughs> everyone is proposing. This is what you don't know. That if you came to know it, you'll be transformed. Everyone is proposing that. Everyone is proposing. Uh, this is th this is the thing that you don't know. Okay. So. From a, you already have this idea that there's something that you don't know, that you need that you need to come to know. Okay, even if it's just you know uh, at a, at a cur intellectual curiosity level, you you know th you have that instinct. Now you have to nurture that instinct, where just like the yogi, the the teacher held the yogi held the <coughs> student under water, where the where the, the student became you know desperate for air. You have to become you have to get yourself to the point where you become desperate to get to know uh, wisdom, to get to know the true nature of reality. Okay. You have to see it as the remedy. Not a remedy, like you go to the store and you know, a lot of you know, everybody's proposing their, you know, their brand, but this one has 
this one has orange flavor, this one has you know cherry flavor, then you just choose whatever with according to your flavor. This is the antidote, no other antidote but this one. Okay? And how do you get to, to that point? Just look at your life. Just look at your life squarely. Squarely in the face? Squarely in the eye? How's it go again? Squarely. <laughs> squarely. Just look at really look at it. Don't shy away from it. And don't look at it with any judgment. Don't have the judgment of oh, this is good, this is bad, and then you have this dysfunctional sense of you know psychological thing and you, uh, gonna come up and cloud uh, your perception. Okay, just look at it. Bear, look at it for what it is. Okay, and when you look at this kind of existence for what it truly is, you will naturally want an escape. Okay. You don't have to go to school and, and they have to beat you, beat into your head. You have to want, you have to want to get out of here. You have to want to get out of here. You have to want to get out of here. No one has to, no one has to convince you of that. You will naturally arrive at, at, at that. And when you want to naturally want to arrive at, I don't want to exist. I don't want to exist this way anymore. Then you will naturally want to know, okay, how do, what must I, what is it I don't know now? Maybe uh, among you, but at least a few of you, but. I've already been given every single kind of, uh, well, not every single, but you know, a good arsenal of so-called how to meditate on emptiness. There's this method, there's that method, there's this method, there's that method, and you know all these methods already. And then you, and, you, and, it, and it has become for you like you know, you know, cough drop with cherry flavor, cough drop with onion. Uh, Orange flavor. You just know. Oh, which one should I choose today? <laughs> and uh, and you just try it out and put it uh, put it away. It's not something that you're taking because ah, oh, this is it. This is the antidote for this awful way of existing. And you cherish it. And the if you don't want the tiniest drop to, uh, to 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 be wasted from it. Okay. You want to make the best, the most use of it. Okay. So even what seems to be the most basic meditation method becomes to you something that you treasure and, and becomes something for you that you can actually arrive at a transformative experience. Okay. Uh, after, when you, when you read, okay, this is one method, this is another method, and it's really in a, in a point of this is the method, this is the method, and it's like the basic method. And then because we are so hard-headed, it, it becomes cliche, so we become. W then we are told something, you know, more, more uh, exotic, something more uh, profound. This is just to trick you to get back, to get you back in the game. Okay, so oh, this is more profound. This is more exotic. Okay, th uh, the reason that uh, this one is for m people of sharper faculty. Okay, that's why this one maybe so you know, you know uh, playing on your on your on your pride. Okay, on your ego. <laughs> to get you help you get rid of your ego. <laughs> so you 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 your ego picks it up. Oh yeah, this is more profound, more profound than the other one. I mean, the reason that the other one didn't work is because you know I'm, I'm a sharp faculty, so you know that's why it didn't work. So I, now this is a, a for people of sharp faculty. This one will work, and then it becomes just the same thing again. You try it out. Uh, it becomes just an intellectual game, and then you don't have that ex profound experience and that profound experience. And then you look for another one. Oh, this is more profound. This is a secret. This is the one that only a few people know about it. And it's for people who are extreme, lu extremely lucky. 
oh, I, I must be an extremely lucky person, an extremely profound, uh, uh, inc uh, incredible individual. That's why the other two didn't work for me. Okay? And now you, it, it, bec you, uh, it becomes like you know, shopping, window shopping, like Rinpoche says. Your Dharma, your Dharma study becomes like window shopping. Well, this is nice. Oh, that's better than that one. Oh, this is better than this one. I like the assemble over here. You know, it, it, becomes, it becomes like that. Okay? And if, you're, if you let this continue, let this become a habit, even if Manjushri comes to you and gives you a, a method, it will be just something for you to put on your shelf. Uh, no, the things that you're collecting. Oh, this is from the 3rd century BC. This is a, a method devised by you know, a, a lama who lived in a cave uh, under the earth, was discovered by so-and-so. Oh, it's very rare, very rare. Okay. <laughs> then, then, you s then you go back to the very basic. And now you're really appreciating it. And then you see that everyone who claims or, or history uh, claims to have had a, um, some, some profound experience, it's not because of those exotic ones that they have some profound experience. It was that basic thing that they go back to, and they go back to it in a in a very realistic, you know, desperate way. Now, usually, when you see signs that, ah, this life is going to end, it's not just a theory anymore. It's not just a probability anymore. It's not just something that's going to happen maybe you know ten years, twenty years from now. I have, I, it's probably going to happen very soon. The signs are already been exhibited in my back. I better get get serious here. Okay, then that's when. You don't care about, just like uh, there's this incredible teacher in Serame, everybody goes to because he's so, his knowledge is so vast. And he has such clout that when they, when they, and they want to honor him, they want to give him, you know, you know this, this office and that office, he has such clout, he said, if you dare threaten me with any office, I'll quit. That is, I'll, I'll, I'll leave the monastery. So, because of that, he's not forced to take any office. Because as soon as he, as soon as he, he takes an office, he's going to have administrative things to do. There, there goes his study. There goes his love of scholasticism. Okay? So, because he's, so, he's such a wealth of, 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 of a scholar for the, for the entire monastery, that <coughs> no, he, he, gets whatever, he gets to do whatever he wants. Okay, he, he gets to be, he gets to uh, abstain from the duty of, bec <laughs> of, be, of being get, getting stuck with becoming the abbot. <laughs> so, now, this great scholar, I mean, what is, it, what is it that someone knows that he doesn't know? It's almost impossible to find someone like that. And what is it that he's doing now? He's doing prostrations. Prostrations. That's, a, that's what you're supposed to, that's the first thing you learn when, you, when you're stu first studying the Lamrim, so that you can prepare to study the Lamrim. That's what he's doing. He's doing the Nundro. Now he's doing it out of deep-seated appreciation. Probably each time he, 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 he makes one prostration, it's like one of us doing a million. Okay? He gets great, profound experience from it. Okay? So don't think that because it has the name basic, don't, don't let your ego fool you to think that, oh, it's for, you know, for lesser people. You know, uh, should I be associated with that kind of lesser thing? You know, my mind is complicated. You know, I get distracted in a, in, in, a, in a distinct way, not the way other people get distracted. 
So I need a very special, very you know, specialized kind of thing, you know, just just for me. Okay. My 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 depression is not the same as other people's depression. It's, it has this kind of kind of coloring. It has this kind of exotic kind of flavor to it. So it needs this kind of particular uh, kind of uh, special attention. Okay. So don't let your ego, you know, put you into that into that into that state. Okay. As soon as you come, don't let your heart become uh, what's that? Strong. No, hard, yeah, hard towards it. Hardened. hardened. Don't let your heart become hardened by it. Where it, it should be, uh, like Chong uh, Rinpoche says. Any, every, every word, the every pronouncement that leads to the goal should be for you like uh, like somebody who's just fell in love. You know, whenever you hear your lover's name, <gasps> whenever you see your lover, you <laughs> and you never get tired of seeing or hearing or hearing uh, uh, of, of the be- of the beloved. So it should be for you that way. So it shouldn't be oh, oh that's a basic. Uh, what, what, you know, I, I've seen that. You know, uh, what, another one, please. You're, don't let your mind get to that point. Okay, everything you should appreciate it that way. Okay, now, <laughs> so <coughs> after you arrive at the point of desperate of, of getting desperate, this is the antidote for my suffering. So how do you get to be? This is the antidote of my suffering. Look at your life. Okay, are you satisfied with it completely? Wh- if you're not satisfied with it completely, what about it that you're not you're not satisfied about? And don't compare. Don't just start with comparing your, your, your suffering with someone else's suffering as to whether or not it deserves to be called suffering. Okay? If, all your, if, if the only suffering you're experiencing that disturbs, disturbs your existence is that, you know, uh, I don't know. Uh, what can I say? <laughs> you, have a, you have a dimple or something, and you, you, it's... it's it's the wrong shape, <laughs> and then and that's irking you, and, and, and it's it's causing you a lot of uh, 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 a sense of dissatisfaction. If that's all you you have to complain about, so don't don't worry about com- comparing it with. Well, I mean, uh, it's not really a, a sense of suffering, because when you when you're saying it's not really a sense of suffering, you're sort of saying, I can live with it. And when you can say I can live with this much, uh, I hate to quote Bamali, but. <laughs> Give them an inch. Well, it's not really about money, but <laughs> give them an inch, and they'll take a mile. So give suffering an inch; it will take a life, a, a, a light year. <laughs> okay. So don't give suffering any measure of sa- uh, of of, uh, of acceptance, no matter how slight, no matter how slight it appears to be. You should have such an aversion for for suffering. That just the just hearing the sound, the the word suffering should make you oh, should make you should make you you know shrink should make you you know want to throw up, okay. Uh, <coughs> so when you get to that point and you want to get to the to the to the antidote that puts an end to suffering and it becomes a, a sense of desperation, the first after that then it's. No, that's, that's, that's what Rinpoche say. You must really, 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 really want it. And that's a very important step. Really, 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 really want it. Really, 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 really want to get to truth. And once you get that, then you consider that the reason that you don't know truth is because y- y- you're filled with untruth. You're filled with things that are blocking you. 
so you do purification, capable of bearing truth. I mean, capable of bearing <laughs> truth. Truth must have, should have, it has the 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 uh, uh, the quality of removing whatever you consider to be a safe ground. Okay, because what you consider to be a safe ground is based on on or falsity based on lies. So when you get to truth, it's going to remove that safety. So it is supposed to shake you. It's supposed to shatter your, your, your foundations. Okay? So you're supposed to get yourself mind ready so that when you get to that experience, you're able to bear it. Okay? Because if you're, not, if you're incapable of bearing it, just seeing, it, just seeing the shadow of, of the truth will scare you so much that you will put a block so you will never get to see it again. Okay. So that's that's why you, you, you that's one of the reasons for gathering gathering merit, and uh, we've been doing both with with the teacher. That's the that's the highest way of purifying, the highest way of getting getting your mind ready to get to truth. Okay, for purification and for for getting merit, and it's just. After establishing a relationship of teacher-student with, 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 with a basis where you can invest, ah, this is for me a representation of the Buddha, of an enlightened being. Okay? This is the perfect basis where I can impute an uh, uh, enlightened being on. Okay? Once you've made that connection with some person, some manifest, some person, then you can relate with that person for, uh, uh, to get blessings and to to get purification, okay, so we can get married. And just in the relating itself, you're purifying, in the relating itself, you're, you're, you're gaining strength, okay? Then afterwards, you have some, you feel a sense of, okay, now I'm ready, now I can begin. Then the simplest meditation to do will have a profound, you will have a profound experience from it, okay? And you will approach it from a, from a point of view, not from the point of view, that uh, I'll try it out for a few nights, and if it doesn't work, then you, know, then you go shopping again for something else. You must approach it from the point of view of, this is it. Okay? And the very meditation itself will guide you to more subtle and more subtle le levels of, uh, of, uh, of reasoning, more and more subtle levels of, uh, of practicing. Okay? Uh, <coughs> Know that meditation on truth is simply this. You are sincerely seeking to establish the ult that what is appearing to you is ultimately what is appearing to you. You are sincerely seeking to establish that. Okay? So something appears, appears to you, whether it is something coming through the senses, something coming through the mind, uh, something that you have conviction. If you begin your meditation thinking, oh, it's not really what it what is there, so y y you're seeking to prove that it is not what it what it appears. If that's how you begin your meditation, then you, you're just going to lose yourself. You're just going to go in circles. Okay. Then your meditation is not sincere. You're not you're not you're not sincere about about the experience that you're having. You must be sin. You must have a, 
complete openness, com complete sincerity, okay, and not take anything for granted. Okay. So if what is appearing to me is really what is what it is, then let me establish it to be what it is, that what it is, what it is appearing to me, and then you and then you begin your analysis. You begin to look. You begin to look at it. Just really look at it. And by really looking at it, then you will arrive at what it really is. Okay. But if you already have this idea, oh, it's nothing. It doesn't really exist. This idea is already tainted. Why? We don't know truth yet. So when we think, oh, this is truth, it's just tainted idea of what truth is supposed to be. And you're trying to force this thing which is appearing to be this thing that you think is truth. And you think you're doing meditation on emptiness. That's not meditation on emptiness. Okay. Emptiness is a conclusion. Point blank. It is, a, it, it is something, it is, it is where you arrive. It is the last uh, point that you arrive at, where there's nothing else to, nothing else further to arrive at. That's what that's what emptiness is, okay. And the reason that it, the Buddha used the word empty is specific because it's really a divesting of all the misunderstandings that we have. You just remove all the misunderstandings that you have, and what will be left is what it truly is. So it is what you arrive at is completely empty of all your misunderstandings. Okay. Now it is that simple, <laughs> okay? And unfortunately, because our mind is complicated, we s we seek complications. So Nagarjuna has to come, <laughs> write very terse uh, uh, texts that need centuries of commentary. You know, he writes a book about this thick, and you have a commentary about this thick, and this commentary needs a commentary about this thick <laughs> to explain it, and so on and so forth. And someone has to simplify that to this one, this one, okay? It is simply that. Your mind is messed up. Whatever you hold with your mind, you're going to hold it with a messed up mind. You have to learn to stop your mind from holding things with its messed up nature. Okay? So, really look at what's there rather than look at what your mind is telling you it is. And eventually, when you stop throwing uh, uh, what you think it is at it, whatever it is, will... will will present itself to you. And don't think of it as, as being anything. Don't have any expectation of what it's supposed to be. Oh, it's supposed to be bright. It's going to make me happy. It's, uh, uh, it might scare me. So, <laughs> meditation number one on emptiness. It has, it has two parts. <laughs> First part, finding what you're looking for. Okay. So wh whatever it is, that it, whatever it is presenting to yourself, to you, whether it is a strong sense or a strong emotion, whether it is an object that has appeared in front of you that you're examining, your body, your mind, any one of your parts, or a uh, more subtle uh, object is the sense of self. Mm 
Okay. Now, from a very, from an experiential point of view, we say me, 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 without really looking at what are we saying when we say me. Now, the first, the first meditation is to get to that. What am I saying when I say me? So you have to get that sense of me to come in a very uh, palpable uh, uh, way to the mind. Make it appear in a very palpable way. The sense of me. And the way you arrive at it is to simply say me and then look for what comes up. And it's me. Me. Until whatever it is that, you, that feels to be the sense of me becomes very palpable. Okay? And then that sense of me, the second part of it now, that's the object that appears, then you start looking for it. Okay. What is this me? And what are the possibilities that is being presented to you that could be this me? And examine it. Is it this? If it's this, then this must follow, this must follow, this must follow. Or do all these things follow? Then, then it is that. If none of these things follow, then it cannot be that. Okay, what else can it be? Okay, now, if, it's, if, if, it's, if it appears to be that, okay, let's examine it. If it's really that, then is it, does it follow? Does, it, does, it, does this follow? Does this follow? Does this follow? Until you exhaust all the possibilities of what it could be. And I'm not going to tell you any further. When you completely exhaust all the possibilities of what it could be, then you arrive at what it truly is. And that experience is earth-shattering. That experience is ground-shaking. Well, not really ground-shaking. It's ground-shattering. Okay? And because of the blessings you had before, then you can bear the truth. Okay? That's why in all the sutras and all the uh, whether it's Hinayana, Mahayana sutra where the Buddha is speaking about then after going through the experience of bearing the truth okay that's what they're talking about okay so I'm not going to tell you what it is you're supposed to arrive at it or I, I can give you the books and talk, talk about different ways of analyzing of getting to <laughs> Now, play with that for a while, and we'll give you some more details later. <laughs> so get into your posture. Check the legs, hands, elbows, shoulders, back, head and neck. Remember when the teacher became one with your mind? So bring your thinking to the heart center. Even if what I've just said is just just words, so let them be just words. I am thinking in my heart center. That's it. While observing five cycles of breath, 
strengthen your determination as to what your meditation you're going to do, what you seek to realize. Now first, the, the desperation, desperate sense for the antidote. Either look at a pain you're experiencing or review a pain you experience and you desperately don't want to experience that again, either related only to yourself or related to you or relationship with someone else or something rel completely related to someone else, like feeling limited and not being able to help them, that kind of pain. And desperately want the antidote. you don't know if you tend to know you received when your teacher was above your head when your teacher became one with your mind now notice this you want to get to a palpable sense of self either Recall incidents where the sense of self was felt strongly and repeat them, rehearse them in your mind so the sense of self could become palpable and stable. Or just say me and then look for what sense of self comes up. And don't be judgmental if from a instinctual feeling your, for example, your sense of self is identified with your toe. Okay, don't be judgmental. call your name as as though someone was calling your name who's responding what responded
l'avant a une croquis, donc je vais lui activer ici. While in that state, again, embrace all being. Look at their suffering. And have compassion for them. And while holding them in an embrace of compassion and love, strongly wish of tranquility and dedicate the power of your meditation to the achievement of your ultimate goal. Become aware of your breath again. Staying aware of the breath, become aware of the body, starting with the top of the head until you get to the toes. Thank you very much. Join me again in the next Friday.